Good morning. Today is Friday, October 21st, 2022. First, a reminder, this coming week, we will not be meeting together Wednesday and Thursday morning. That is October 26th and 27th. But hopefully, with God's help, we will be reading, we will be meeting the other mornings of the week, and we will be meeting this Thursday night, October 27th. God says on the sixth day of creation, today is the anniversary of the sixth day of creation. Nase Adam, let us make man. Who's the us? Who is the us? Let us make man. And whatever answer you're going to give me, it better be a very good answer because the words are not true. There was no us in creation. The next Pusik says, God created man. God alone created man. So if in fact God created man, why does the Torah say, let us make man? Because not only is it not true, it's also misleading, dangerously misleading. Because it seems to imply, or it could be taken to mean, that there's more than one creator, God forbid. A simple reading, let us. Who is the us? Maybe, God forbid, other gods who got together to do this, which is the complete opposite of everything that Judaism stands for. So it's certainly not true, but you should be able to understand that a reasonable person could make a mistake. The Torah says, Nasa Adam, maybe there's more than one entity that's making that. Okay, it's not true. But if it's not true, and it's misleading, why write it like that, Nasa? What lesson does that word convey that is so worth writing something that is not only incorrect, but misleading? Sarashi says that God is referring to the Malachim, the angels, Nimlach B'Pamal God consulted with his heavenly angels, and we learn from here the humility of God. God certainly did not need to confer with even heavenly angels. But to be humble, to teach us to consult with others, even when it's not necessary, is such an important lesson for us to learn that God risks writing something that will be misunderstood in order to teach us this lesson. And let's understand, for God, it's just a lesson for us because God actually does not need to consult. But for us, learning this lesson, if we are to imitate that we create things in the model that God creates things, it is a substantive truth. We must always realize 
that we may not have the full expertise. We must always realize that we may not have the full knowledge, the full facts, and therefore we should be open to input from others, especially when we think that we are certain. Our sages tell us, Ezehu Chacham, Halome Mikol Adam, who is wise, who learns from every person who learns from every single person. You cannot be an expert without this. If you are not opening to learn from others, even those who know less than you, you cannot be a chacham. You cannot be an expert. And so therefore, this is such an important lesson for us to understand about how we are to exercise expertise with humility. God felt it was worth the risk of being misunderstood, of writing something that was not true and being misunderstood in writing it in order to teach us this lesson. So it's certainly a lesson we should pay attention to. Rabbi Dr. Abraham Tversky has a second approach. Rabbi Tversky says that in this Pasuk, Vayom Lakim Nase Adam, and God said, let us make man, God addresses man and says, let us, you and I, make you. Let us together make the ideal man. God says, and this follows on one of the things that we discussed last night, I am creating you, God says, incomplete, unfinished. The mitzvah bris milah attests to the fact that God creates the human body of a male, incomplete, unfinished. Something else has got to be done after the birth. And God says to man, I'm creating within you the potential to become that ideal man. You, God says, will be my partner in your creation. So allow me to share with you a medical analogy. Now, I'm not a doctor, so please do not rely on what I'm saying for any medical purpose. And what I'm going to share with you, I learned in an article from the Lancet Journal, one of the major medical journals, about 10 years ago. There's a technique called remote preconditioning. And the way it works is like this. Someone is having a heart attack, God forbid. So what you do is you inflate a blood pressure cuff around their arm while they're having the heart attack. You just inflate the cuff. And doing that simple action can reduce the amount of permanent damage to the heart by up to half. It's wild. Just a simple thing. Inflate. Not because you're taking the blood pressure. Just inflate the cuff. Tighten it around the arm. It could reduce the severity of a heart attack by half. Listen to the words of Lancet. Cutting off blood flow in the arm 
in short, brief bursts, then restoring it again, causes the body to release a substance in the blood that sends a message around the entire body that something bad is about to happen. It warns and protects the heart from subsequent damage by triggering changes in heart cells so that they can better resist the lack of blood flow. And it also makes white blood cells react less aggressively, causing less damage after the heart attack. Amazing. In other words, <clears throat> in this medical analogy, we have within ourselves the ability to make ourselves better. We have that potential. We just need to learn the correct trigger to elicit that help, which is already inside of us. God gives us tools to trigger reaching that potential, both in physical ways and in spiritual ways. Sages in the Talmud tell us, in the Medrash tell us, Lo nosnu ha-mitzvos el The reason God gave us commandments. Does God, does it do something for God if we eat this animal and not that animal? What is it, what, what is the benefit to God? Litzarev behemas abrios, to refine us, to give us a system of rules that we have to exercise discipline to become better people, to become refined, to improve us. And therefore, God says, Naaseh, Adam, you and I, together, we are God's partners in the creation of ourselves. We and God get together, create ourselves And this is a completely different reading of the whole beginning of the Parsha of Bereshis, where we are not being acted upon. God's talking to the angels about what he's going to do to us. <clears throat> but rather, we are full partners whose task is to recognize the unfinished in the world and in ourselves and to then find the strengths God has placed within us to fix them, to bring ourselves closer to the ideal that God wants us to reach. My friends, I want to wish you a great day and a beautiful Shabbos. And I look forward to seeing you soon in person.